A brand new episode of the Happy Productive Podcast is about to begin. It's time to be inspired by simple and actionable solutions for your business. If you're an established business owner or just laying down the first brick of your future empire, the mantra is the same. We will flip any failure into a positive and use it to our advantage. This show is all about turning cold into diamonds. With the right plan and mindset, anything is possible. And your host, Jennifer Dawn, business coach and founder of The Best Planner Ever, will help you to achieve your ambitious goals. Success is closer than you think. Now, here's Jennifer Dawn. Hello, hello, Jennifer Dawn here. Welcome to episode number 14 of Happy Productive, What to Do When You Feel Like Crap. Okay, you guys, let's face it. We all have those crappy days where we get down in the dumps or we're feeling depressed or we're just feeling like maybe super overwhelmed or we start to just sort of question everything, right? It's just like, I have no idea if I'm on the right path or not, if anything in my life is working, right? So I recently had one of those days myself and I got out my my own well-being assessment. This is a tool that I developed. It's included in the Joy Guide, which is my book, The Joy Guide, Finding Your Joy in a World of Crap. And it's also a tool that I will use with my clients when we first start working together to just get a sense of where they're at. And part of the well-being assessment is you go through all the major areas of your life and you score yourself on a scale of one to 10. And then you ask yourself the question, well, if you score any less than 10, well, what would it take? What would need to change, right? To bring my score up to 10 in my life. So here I am having this really bad, crappy day. And as I started scoring myself, because of course, when I first started the tool, I was just thinking, oh gosh, everything in my life is terrible. Every area of my life is completely out of whack, right? And so as I went through and I started scoring and asking myself, well, what would really need to change to bring this area to a 10? The first thing that I realized is, wait a second, Jen, you just need to slow your roll here because things are not quite as bad as you're making them. And that realization helped me to kind of drill down to the real problem of what was actually bothering me. And then from there, I was able to kind of get into my thinking, start to challenge it, and start to identify the specific thoughts, right, that were causing these negative emotions, the sadness, the depression, the just kind of being grumpy and angry at all things in life. Now, this was not a skill that I was born with, you guys. So don't make the mistake of thinking, oh, well, she's different. Not true at all. Nobody is really born with these skills. It's something that I had to learn. And the good news is that you can learn it too. And these are absolutely skills worth learning. Why? So that you can stop your own suffering and you can get yourself back on track and back into a state of happy productivity. Now, this is not a process that I created. I learned it from two really amazing, super powerful women, and I'm going to share their names with you. The first is Byron Katie. If you're not familiar with her, she has a body of work called The Work, 
And it's a system of four questions that you ask yourself and then a turnaround. It sounds like super simple. And when I first read her book, I was just like, what? How can, you know, asking a few questions really make such a difference? And it, it blew my mind. And when I, when I first got into it, I didn't quite understand it. And so, of course, I read her book. I watched some videos and watching her in the process of doing her work is just simply, simply amazing. And hands down, I have to say, it's probably the most powerful tool I've ever found for insight and self-reflection, for helping us to stop arguing with reality and to really end our own suffering. But here's the deal, and I'm going to give you fair warning, right? If you go into the work with Byron Katie and you go into it wanting to blame others or feel bad for yourself or stay in that victim mentality, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> it's really not going to happen because it's that powerful and that eye-opening if you really do it and you take it seriously. So if you really want to get to the truth of what's really inside you, what's really bothering you, and where you need to work on yourself, then hands down, Byron Katie's the work. That's absolutely it. Now, the second woman who's been a huge influence on me is Brooke Castillo. She is the owner of the Life Coach School. She's a life coach and a weight loss coach. Um, and I believe she also helps people stop drinking. And she's absolutely one of my favorite role models. And she uses something called the model. And it is based on the work of Byron Katie. So <laughs> there's no wonder, right, that I love them both because Brooke's work stemmed from Byron Katie's work. And again, just really, really amazing tools to help us end our own suffering, learn about ourselves, and be able to kind of get ourselves back on track. Now, using what I've learned from both of them, in today's show, I'm going to kind of summarize the process that I use. And my process is a little bit different. It's a combination of what I've learned from them, but I've also kind of added my own spin on it, which has worked um, really well for me. And I want to share that with you today so that you too, when you're having one of those bad days, can know what to do so that you can stop feeling like crap because it's just no fun. So first thing that you want to do is make sure that you grab a notepad. I use my best journal ever. That's my kind of go-to tool for having a crappy day and need to work that out. But if you don't have a best journal ever, of course, you can just grab a notepad and pen or pencil, anything that you like writing with. Now, if you really are having a crappy day and you truly want to feel better, the first thing that you're going to need to do is set your own intention to actually feel better. And you know what I'm talking about. Like you're in the middle of having a pity party and you, you really don't want to get out of it. You want people to maybe give you some attention and feel bad for you or whatever, right? And so this is the first thing is that this is not about staying stuck in that pity party. So you're going to want to set an intention that, you know what, this kind of sucks and I want to feel better. And with that intention, be willing to take some action to actually make it happen. So once you've set your intention, you say, I want to feel better and I'm willing to do something to actually make that happen, then grab whatever you're going to write on and write with and go find a quiet space where you won't be disturbed. Now, if you're really, really having a bad day and those emotions are just feeling so out of control, the first thing that I want you to do is set a timer for 20 minutes and journal it out. Okay, just let it rip. You get to be petty. 
you get to be, you know, um, argumentative. You get to just rip whatever apart, even if it's yourself apart that you need to rip apart. That's okay. Because the goal here is to clear out that top emotional layer. And the reason why I say set the timer for 20 minutes is I really want you to go that full 20 minutes, like push to get that top emotional layer kind of worked out. Now, as you're journaling, you're venting, you're ranting, you're raving, whatever, um, you could be crying. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be angry. It could be sadness or grief. Um, you're just so unhappy. Whatever that happens to be, just let it all out. Nothing is off limits, right? But as you're journaling, I want you to pay attention to any beliefs or uh, critical thinking, anything like that that might pop up on those pages. Now, the pages themselves, we're going to rip up and we're going to destroy. This is not a journaling exercise. You come back and read. You don't have to go to therapy over it. You don't have to explain it, anything like that. It's just a tool to help you clear out the top emotional layer so that you can clear your mind and you can think a little bit better, okay? But as you're journaling, you might find some things that are like an, a negative or a limiting belief or a thought that you have. And I want you to just simply take that belief or those thoughts and, and write them on a blank sheet of paper, right? A blank sheet of paper. You're gonna rip up those journaling pages and, and let all that stuff go. But from the thought or the belief that came up in that exercise, we're going to then do some work on that. Okay. And here's how it works. So usually there's some sort of a circumstance involved, right? Something that's happened. It's usually outside of us. It's often outside of our control and it could be anything. It's something we saw in the news. It's a movie we watched and it, it triggered an unpleasant memory. Um, it could be COVID-19, right? Um, that's got a lot of people stirred up right now. Things outside of our control. You're, you're stuck at home. Maybe you lost your job. Like anything that is an outside circumstance outside of your control. And usually this outside circumstance that's happened will then cause us to think thoughts or stir up some of our limiting beliefs. Now, a belief is just simply a bunch of thoughts that we've thought so many times that it basically kind of gets ingrained in us and it becomes a belief. But a belief and our thinking are the same thing. It's just the belief we've thought those thoughts a whole lot of times, okay? So then we come across that belief or that thinking and it causes us to then feel certain emotions. And it's those emotions which sort of lead us down that road to, wow, I'm like, I'm really having a crappy day. And it's almost like a repeating loop. Now, sometimes the emotion will actually come first. This has happened to me many times where I just start feeling something and it's like, ooh, this really feels yucky. And so from there, I investigate, well, what are the thoughts that I'm thinking or the belief I've tapped into that's causing me to feel this negative or unpleasant emotion? But guys, it's totally a loop, okay? So you have a, a circumstance or something that happens or you come across that leads us to our thinking, right? The thought that we're having, that leads us to the emotion, how we're feeling. And from there, that's gonna drive our actions and our results. So think about it. If you're having a pretty crappy day, it's probably, you're gonna be hard pressed to show up, take some amazing action, be super highly productive, get the result that you're after when you're in that uh, negative emotional space. And so that's why it's so important to kind of look at this loop and explore it and challenge it and work on getting ourselves kind of out of it, okay? 
Because once we've explored the thoughts, we start to identify how they're making us feel. And this happens in a non-judgmental way. We're just being aware and we're just looking at these things. Then we can start to ask ourselves, well, who would I be without this thought? How would I feel if I wasn't thinking these things? Or even better, like what thoughts do I need to be thinking to get the emotion that I really want to feel? It's almost like kind of reverse engineering ourselves into a better day. Now I'm going to walk you through the process that I use. It's simple and it's kind of a hybrid of Brooke and Katie. And honestly, I just kind of mix it up depending on the situation and what's making me feel like crap, but I'm going to just outline it for you here today. So first thing is to journal out that top layer of frustration and emotion. If you can't go for 20 minutes, go for 10. That's so fine. If you're really, really um, jacked up and you're like, I need to go for 30 minutes. Okay, fine. Go as long as you need until you feel like you've kind of cleaned out that top layer of emotion. Just kind of scroll back through whatever you journaled out. And even like I've, I've been doing this for a long time. And so as I'm journaling out that layer, like I recognize that limiting belief like immediately when it comes out of me and I'll just underline it. Okay. If you haven't done this, just kind of go back, reread what you wrote and kind of just be searching for limiting beliefs or thoughts that are making you feel really bad. Then what you want to do is just write that on another sheet of paper and ask the question, can I absolutely know that this belief or this thought is true? When we ask ourselves honestly, the answer is usually no, right? Because we've assigned a lot of meaning to something that isn't really true. And this is the idea is we want to start challenging that belief so that we can start to break it apart. Once we've asked, can I know if this is absolutely true, then we can ask ourselves, when I think this thought or belief, how is it making me feel, right? It's making me feel sad. It's making me feel angry. How is it making me feel when I think this or I believe this? Next, we'll ask, well, what would I need to think or believe instead to feel better, right? Let's like give that some thought. Like, what should I be thinking here that would make me feel a whole lot better? And finally, the last question is, is there an action that I could take to feel better? All right, so those are the questions that we wanna ask. So journal, identify that limiting belief or that thought, and then start asking some questions around it. And guys, these are not the only questions. If you come up with some of your own questions, the idea here is to challenge that thinking instead of just you know buying the story that our ego mind has made up. So here's a little example for you. So I'm originally from Arizona, but I live in upstate New York and the weather here can really get me depressed, you guys. I'm, I'm being dead serious. I like sunshine, I like being warm, and I find that that often doesn't happen here about hmm, nine months of the year, which is a lot, it's a big part of the year, right? And so the other day I got up, I looked at the weather report, and I woke up in a great mood, okay? I woke up, I was feeling wonderful. I looked at the weather report for the day and it was like seven days straight of clouds and rain. And I sort of felt myself sort of slipping down into that, my whole life sucks rabbit hole. I'm sure maybe you felt this before too. And even though I'm a pretty happy person, like I literally felt my emotion shifting and I felt myself getting very angry, very bitter, kind of resentful and just like full out grumpy. And I'm like, this will not do. So of course I sat my butt in the chair and I did a journaling session. And as I was venting out my frustrations on this weather and how mad I was that it wasn't sunny and warm, 
And it seemed like, wow, I just, you know, I just couldn't really be happy if I wasn't going to be able to get more sunshine and warm weather. And as I was journaling, sure enough, I was like, oh, that was the belief that kind of presented, which was I can't be happy if the weather isn't good. So then from there, I asked myself, well, is that true? Can I absolutely know that's true? And of course, my first gut reaction is, hell yeah, that's true. Of course, I can't be happy if it's not warm outside. But the more I challenged it, I'm like, can I absolutely know that's true? I can't be happy if the weather isn't good. Well, of course not. That's ridiculous, right? So then I asked, when I think this, how does it make me feel? So when I think I can't be happy if the weather isn't good, it makes me angry and bitter. I'm mad at mother nature. I kind of feel like a victim, right? Because the weather is out of my control. It's something I can't control. And what have I done? I've given my power over to something I can't control. So I've turned over my power to be happy to the weather, which is outside of my control. So what would I need to think instead to feel better? Well, first of all, to start to separate, the weather is the weather and my happiness is my happiness. And the weather really, the reality of it has really no control over my happiness. Clouds and rain don't have the power to steal my joy. It's just weather. That's it. It's just weather. <laughs> and this is a crappy belief, right? And it was causing me a lot of pain. And I set my intention that, wait a second, I don't want to think this way anymore. I don't want to have my mood determined by the weather report. So I asked myself, well, is there an action that I could take to feel better? And yes, there's a lot of things I could do to feel better. One, I could do this work. Two, when I'm frustrated or angry, I could journal it out and clear my head. I can book a trip home, right, to Arizona. That's going to make me feel a whole lot better so that I know I have some sunshine most definitely in my future. We have a home sauna in our home and I can go sit in my sauna and I can feel super warm. I can do my favorite fire meditation. Heck, I could even just bundle up really good so I'm nice and toasty warm and go for a walk in the rain. I can take back my power from a circumstance that's outside of my control like the weather and I can stop letting it have power over my mood. So I came up with a lot of actions that I could do to feel better. Now, this is just an example of how, and you might be thinking a silly one, right? The weather, but it's an example of how our thinking can really affect our emotions. And when we're struggling with that negative emotional charge, it becomes really difficult to show up in our lives, to take actions that move us forward and to be in a place where we can get the results that we really want to have in life. So the next time that you find yourself like feeling like crap, your productivity is totally off the rails, you can use this process to explore your thoughts and the emotions that are causing that grief and then challenge them and start to take back your power. Again, you can mix up these questions, add your own questions, but the idea here is to really challenge it and to not allow reality, like the reality of a cloudy day, to steal our power or whatever your reality is and to stop your suffering based on whatever the reality is. Now, what really happened in that weather example, it truly did cause me to kind of spiral down. But what really happened, really the reality of it, I looked at the weather. That's it. Now, nothing actually happened. I just, I looked at the weather. It was my thinking that caused me to spiral down. Um, it was a cloudy day. 
that's it. It was a cloudy day, right? Totally outside of my control and no need to assign any other meaning to it and no need for me to like lose my happy powers. So when I stopped and took a closer look at what was causing that unhappiness, I was able to take back the power and start feeling better. Now I used kind of a silly example like the weather. It didn't feel silly to me when I was going through it, but it probably sounds a little silly, but I use that example. But I also want you to know, like you can use this process many times with much more serious emotion. So I come from an abusive childhood and I've gone through many years of trauma therapy to kind of deal with the aftermath of the things that happened to me as a child. And I have to say, this process has been incredibly helpful in helping me to heal, helping me to understand why I was feeling so bad. Um, I will get bouts of PTSD, you know, certain things will trigger me and you kind of lose all cognitive processing and, and sort of lose yourself. If you've dealt with any kind of trauma or PTSD, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's absolutely awful, but you can use this process even in serious situations like that so that you can steer your thinking in a much better direction and kind of get yourself back. But it all starts with an intention that you actually want to feel better and then you're willing to sit down and do the work to work through it and really work it out for yourself. If you follow this process and you identify something in your life that you're like, wow, I really need to change, that's okay. Just use the process to take back your power and know that you can make it happen just small steps forward. If you need help, you can always come join us in Goal Achievers, which is our monthly life coaching membership, or the Inner Circle for business owners, where we take you by the hand and we kind of walk you through all of this stuff and we, we really help you eliminate frustration and overwhelm from your business. We work on your thinking and we will get you back on track together. If you want more information about either of those programs, you can visit my website's uh, Best Planner Ever. So all one word, bestplannerever.com. You can also pick up the best journal ever that's available on bestplannerever.com. And from there, you can learn about goal achievers. If you're interested in business coaching, you can visit my website, jenniferdawncoaching.com. All right, you guys, that's it. Now get out there, no crappy days. Get out there and go have a happy, productive day. I hope you found today's episode of the Happy Productive Podcast inspiring. Every successful business is formed by a set of small, consistent, and attainable steps. Visit us at jenniferdawncoaching.com to take your next step and learn how to meet your business goals. On the website, you'll find free resources along with the links to the life-changing coaching programs that have transformed the personal lives of so many of Jennifer's clients. Many of them started their journey by listening to this podcast. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for our next episode. This is... The She Leads Podcast Network.